There is more going on than you know. There are unseen universal forces at work. The law of attraction is just one universal law that plays a part in shaping your reality. But there's so much more to know. If you knew how to engage all the universal forces, you could deliberately create the life of your dreams. Joshua, a group of non-physical teachers, explains the laws of the universe and how the mechanisms of physical reality actually work. They are channeled by Gary Temple Bodley, and each week, Gary and a group of students discuss how they are affecting and enhancing their lives every single day. This is the expansion of the Law of Attraction. This is the teachings of Joshua Roundtable. We're thrilled you're here. Hi, everyone. Before we start this exciting episode today, I just want to tell you a little bit more about Joshua's Unlimited Abundance Bootcamp. We have now been doing three boot camps. We're getting ready for our fourth one coming up in July. And it is unquestionably the most life-changing thing I've ever witnessed or been a part of. I'm now going to be taking my fifth boot camp. This boot camp was channeled in December of 2018. We had the first boot camp on January 4th. The second one started January or February 7th. And the third one started in April. The fourth one is starting July 8th, and you have a chance to get in on this now. Simply send me an email to joshuateachings at gmail.com, and I will send you some information, and we'll have a conversation about it. You can talk to me directly about this, as well as any other previous bootcamp member. There's been about 50 who have gone through, and every single one of them has had some kind of life-changing experience as a result of the bootcamp. It is unlike anything you've ever seen before. It's a eight-week intensive course that we take together as a group. We go into it during week one. Everyone has a coach. There's reading material. There's homework. There's assignments to do every week. We have coaching calls. We have special Joshua Lives. And it all culminates in an eight-week intensive kind of process. It takes you from wherever you are now vibrationally, and it moves you step-by-step, week-by-week, to a completely new idea of what life is all about, what you're all about, how the system of physical reality actually works, what the laws of the universe are, and it teaches you how to engage in those laws to become the most effective and less limited version that you've ever been. Once you do this, once you become effective in understanding how to work with the laws of the universe, as opposed to how we all did it before, including me, how we were sort of living in opposition of how the system works. You step into your true power. You receive the keys that engage the law of attraction. Keys that you may have understood them to some extent, But because of this process, it's an active participation process, you realize how the system works. You realize what you were doing to limit yourself, and you simply drop those limitations. You become highly effective. So the next boot camp starts early July. We're getting everyone ready to go. There should be about 50 or 60 people in this boot camp. You can be in this boot camp too. But you have to send me an email joshuateachings at gmail.com, 
and you have to talk to me about it. Make sure you're ready. Make sure that this is something for you. We'll have a conversation. I'll explain it to you in detail, and we'll go from there. Don't let your fear stop you. If you have some inkling that you want to move in the direction of who you are, if you want to find your soul's purpose and develop yourself as an effective co-creator with the universe to create the life you truly desire, the life that I have found, the life that others have found, well, join us. All it takes is a simple email to me to get the process started, and we'll go from there. But push past your fear and send me an email to joshuateachings at gmail.com. Thanks for listening to this, and enjoy our episode. Oh, Hello, everyone. <laughs> oh, we're recording now. It's okay. You can talk. Uh, <laughs> welcome to another episode of the Law of Attraction Roundtable. And this is another special one. It's Two Channels, One Program. That's a new name I just came up with today. Two Channels, One Program. And I'm on with Kimberly Late. Kimberly is in Australia, in Sydney. And Kimberly is a channel. She channels everything. Channels a lot. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about how she started, how I started. And well, let's just get into it. How, how are you today? Well, firstly, hello, everybody, and thank you, um, Gary, for bringing me forth here, and um, hi, everyone. So, yes, from Sydney, Australia, I'm doing very, very well, excited to be here. And the sun's just rising where you are tomorrow. Yes. It's Tuesday where you are. I'm in the future, American <laughs> folk. How is the future? Is it good? It does very well. Excellent. Good. Well, keep the news on, and if anything happens in America, you can let me know what's going on. But anyway. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, okay. So this show is all about two channels who, who have channeled our beings, and we each answered one question. This one's from Lizzie. This one is about, oh, about physical pain and physical issues and stuff like that. This is a very common one. You know, Joshua's third book was Health, Wealth, and Love. Those are the three things. And I would add spirituality to all that. So these are the four subjects we want to know about, you know, health, wealth, love. So this one is about health and where do these physical issues come from? We'll discuss that today. We'll discuss Kimberly and her ascension or now not even ascension her progression to becoming a major spiritual leader and teacher and what that's all about and how it started because i know there's tons of us out there who like you know like when i first started channeling i thought esther was the only other one i had no idea there were others <laughs> what about you how did you start Yes, yeah, so I did come across Abraham Hicks, um, but, you know, I don't think at the time I was ready for it all. So basically my journey was, you know, since I was around 16 years old, my sister was the same in this regard. Uh, we started seeing angels around that time, so we started experiencing, feeling them, but we didn't really communicate with them. It was more of just, you know, sensing the energy you know, I would, I would kind of communicate with them, pray to them, but I didn't know if, you know, I didn't really get a communication back. Sometimes I would feel like it, I have an answer, but I didn't really engage that was channeling at the time. And because I was 16 years old, you know how it goes, the rest of the life, my, the rest of my life took over and I experienced some interesting um, experiences along the way. 
And um, yeah, and then basically that led me to become a counsellor, a Reiki therapist, relationship therapist. Didn't know at the time. However, when I was counselling, it's actually a form of channeling, which I didn't realise. So because um, you were taught when you when you're a counsellor to connect to the client, you kind of you go blank, like a clear slate, and just connect, and whatever comes forth, comes forth. So I assume that's just my subconscious information, but a lot of it was like, wow, where did that come from? So obviously I found um, Joshua in, what was it, 2017. Actually, I discovered Joshua the very first week it premiered on the roundtable, the premier roundtable, Law of Attraction Radio Network. So okay. I came across it. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah, so... I never intended to be a channel, obviously, but obviously listening to Joshua and then getting really into law of attraction. And um, yeah, soon after, and was it? Was it? No, hang on. When did you start, Joshua? It was like, 2016, 15, the round table. 2015 ish. Yeah. Yeah. So whenever I found it, and then it was around February 2017. I had some interesting experiences and yeah, it just kind of like blew up. I went to like a, a new wave of, you know, expansion, enlightenment, however you want to call it. And um, yeah, I started seeing, you know, archangels right in front of me, um, all different beings. <laughs> it was pretty intense, I have to say. I actually wrote Joshua a question because I was kind of freaking out a little bit just because it was very, very intense. So the answer from Joshua really helped me to see that I'm not going insane and that it's all perfect. So, um, yeah, I channel different beings, but they call themselves beings of the light. So these are, you know, archangels, ascended masters, you know, what we call gods, goddesses. I even channel beings from other worlds, other dimensions. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I channel all of it. I can connect to Source, Gaia, and it's, um, it's an interesting journey because also, you know, Communication of angels, for instance, that's been around for quite a while. But what I find it's quite unique is that they come forth in the perspective of teaching, just like uh, Joshua and like Esther Hicks. So this, they're very empowering um, in their teaching. So it's not about I'm going to come here and just, you know, emit green light and you're healed. They actually come forth to empower us. So they're more expanded versions of them, you know, like, all the beings of the light, you, me, all of us, including the non-physical realm, they're all multidimensional and they all expand. So as we as channels, as you know, because of our vibration, we, you know, we can channel certain vibration versions of those beings. So as we expand, we channel the higher versions of those non-physical beings. So because of that, they come through me um, with teachings. So they call them the ascension teachings. So it involves, you know, law of attraction. Um, They do concentrate a lot on the law of one, about oneness, and, you know, esoteric information and, um, you know, the secrets of the universe and how we expand, how we are one, and basically how we manifest our life as well. So, yeah, it's a very exciting journey and um, I'm just very excited about where it's heading only because obviously I started you know, <laughs> just over two years ago and it's kind of blown up and I'm um, just allowing it um, to, to flow. And um, yeah, I'm really excited for where this is heading. That's great. Yeah. You know, and <clears throat> there's a couple interesting things about you. One, you're in Australia and Australia has a huge um, population that's ready for this. It's like U.S., Canada, Australia, New Zealand, 
and then Scandinavian countries. You know, that's how it, even, even a little bit in South Africa. Uh, but it's, it's like this positive, optimistic country, like the U.S., is ready for it, you know, mm. in, in greater numbers. But more and more are coming. This is why I want to do this, this version of the podcast is because there, when I first started it, I just thought it was Esther. And then I found Story Waters and Veronica Torres. And, you know, and then I realized pretty soon when Astrid became a channel, you became a channel, that mm. in fact, of the people in the one-on-one, 10 people started channeling to some degree. And it's, it's a natural ability that I think mm-hmm. that anyone could do it, but not everyone's prepared to or wants to do it, you know. But certainly, that inner guidance is always available to you. And if you trust it, the thing is, we think it's our own crazy thoughts. But if you were to write it down and practice doing that for a while, you would get to see some real uh, inspiring ideas and teachings come from it if you get into that, you know. And it's yeah, like, yeah. like it's nothing that we... Is nothing at all that I ever wanted. I never, I thought it was the weirdest thing in the world when it happened to me. <laughs> I was talking to David Strickle. He, like you, knew it when he was younger, but didn't realize what it was. And he mm. just started two years ago as well. And he had to come out, to, just like I did, to all my old friends because we, we were like normal guys. Um, so, but in that coming out, I've learned to accept it. Um, about five and a half years now and realized that this is what my life's, my soul's purpose was the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's a common thing with channels um, because of all the experiences, for instance, in my life, when I started to channel, I realized everything was preparing me to this point, everything, yeah. no matter what I've been through, you know, like the, you know, all the challenges that we've had, it was all leading up to this point for me to go inwards. And, and this is what is occurring now. Um, I think Joshua refers to this as well. It's, you know, it's a great awakening what's occurring now and many channels, many people with these gifts is being awakened right now. Right. So all the abilities are being kind of like switched on. So that's why you find recently the last few years or so, a lot of people are being switched on with these abilities. But like you're absolutely right. Everyone has the ability to channel. So um, I think a lot of people now are actually, like I said, being activated and discovering all their gifts that they have. Yeah. And also people are being activated to the idea of that there's more information out there, that this life, the way we operate is not what was intended or is not working with the lives of the universe. And people are figuring that out. And so you just, I mean, it's, well, a couple of things have happened, but basically there's been a, a real steady growth in the amount of people willing to accept these ideas. And <clears throat> ever since I accepted my role as a spiritual leader and teacher in December and have engaged in this fully, um, everything has taken off. The podcasts are almost four times what they used to be over, over three and four years, right? It just went three, four years, December, boom, just shot up. Book sales shot up. Um, Friends of Joshua Facebook group shot up. All these things, people watching the documentary, all this stuff is coming into it, you know? All these opportunities are coming. But I, just like you, I look at my whole life and I can see I was always trying to teach. I was always interested in something more, like something more specific to change your life. 
I was comfortable speaking in public. I had a radio show in my 20s. Um, I, you know, I could be on stage. I've always been a leader. And so this is true of my life, but it's true of everyone's life. Like the first thing we do when we start a boot camp is everyone has to write their life story because their life story, if you look at it from a higher perspective, leads to this unfolding of their soul's purpose, whatever that is. And it's amazing. In every case, people look back and go, oh, that's, I've always been trying to do this. I've always been trying to make this happen, but in that old approach to life of control. Mm. Super interesting, yeah. It is super interesting. Cool. All right. So before we get started, people can find you where? Okay, so all the information about myself um, is at beingsofthelight.com. So within that, you'll find links to obviously my YouTube channel. I have, you know, iTunes podcasts as well. I've got a Patreon community as well. You can find all the links there. And um, yeah, social media, Facebook group and page. I invite you all to check it out. Good. (laughs) And you do questions like this for people? Do you ever write or is it always spoken? Well, at the moment, um, publicly, it's mostly all video form. I'm actually currently channeling a couple of books at the moment. So they're in the works. So they'll come out, you know, in divine timing. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, basically with our Patreon community, um, people send in questions that way or join live. And then we do uh, monthly sessions that way. So that's generally how we do that. Plus, I've got, you know, standalone um, offerings as well on my website that's at the moment that's how it is I do an Instagram live also every week um so yeah there's you know it's always expanding so you know watch this space (laughs) (laughs) good well um all right well let's just go into this question I'll read the question and then you can read the answer and then I'll read Joshua's answer and uh this is Lizzie Lizzie's in the boot camp right now and she asked, what about physical issues, pain, i.e. back pain or a boil or fluid in your head? Is it just random issues that occur in the physical reality or they are linked to some limiting belief and are self-created? Thank you again, Lizzie. Um, so this is interesting. Lizzie, okay, so Tracy and I are in this relationship, right? Tracy found Joshua through the podcast. Isabel and Tracy are best friends. So mm-hmm. Isabel was at the chiropractor, and the chiropractor said, you should listen to this podcast. So she listened to this podcast, the chiropractor suggested, and then found Joshua live, and then they got into it. And then uh, uh, Tracy and I got together, and so Tracy lives here now, and Lizzie was moving from Connecticut down to Florida. So she stops by and I introduce her to Joshua and, and she's like, it's really interesting to give her a book. She goes down to Florida. She works at a hair salon and she starts talking about something about Joshua and the, or here over here is a woman saying something, right? Her boss. And she goes, that's Joshua. You know, Joshua. And they're going, she goes, of course I know who Joshua is and, and has a book and all that stuff, you know? And it's so weird how that gets related. I mean, how could this person who, you know, all these connected people that are all somehow a vibrational match, and here she is in a new town, a new job, and that her boss knows who Joshua is. 
It's just sort of amazing. So here she is saying, okay, I got to do this boot camp now. And she doesn't really have any background in law of attraction or any of this stuff. Maybe read one book before she jumped in. And I was like always thinking, well, the boot camp's so advanced. It's like you have to have some experience. But then we've had all these people who are brand new to law of attraction who are able to get in and understand how they've been operating this old way of life. And that just shows you that, that this stuff is, is available for everyone. You don't have to be at some mm-hmm. high level to understand what we're talking about. Well, the people that are drawn to this stuff, basically they're meant to explore this. So, yeah. you know, that's why it resonates with them. They're being activated as they do the, the teachings, um, watch these videos, these podcasts, you know, they activate more you know, of their abilities and they remember. It's basically we already know all this information, but it's, you know, the enlightenment or expansion, ascension journey. It's like a great remembering the beings of the light say. So it's it's already within us and that's why they're getting it because they're just remembering it and it's coming right. to their conscious awareness. Yeah, they're attracting yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also think that <clears throat> that there are so many people into it, but they resonate with certain teachers. Mm-hmm. And so that's why it's important that we expose each other because there's not just Esther. There's all of the other ones. I was just with David Strickle, Astrid, you, you know, whoever we can bring in and bring in the perspective because it's so cool to hear someone ask a question and then you get two different perspectives that are completely aligned but say it in a different way. That is, yeah, it's it's very cool. (laughs) Okay, let's hear your side. Let's see if I have it here. Okay, so this is um, Archangel Angel Raphael, right? Yep. Okay. So would you like me to read it? Yes, please. Okay. So. <clears throat> Hold All on. right. Before you start, who's Archangel Raphael? Okay, so Archangel Raphael. So for those of you who do not know, he's one of the archangels. So he would say his um, main focus or intention um, is to help us with healing. Mm. So, you know, there's, the thing is with the beings of the light, there's many historical accounts. Obviously, there's, you know, accounts in certain religions and so forth. So what I've found is all the beings of the light, because of my frequency and because of the new consciousness that we excite, that we reside in now, you know, the Archangel Raphael from like eons ago is a different Archangel Raphael to now, but obviously they match the consciousness and what we're ready to hear. So, you know, you can Google search all about Raphael, but basically he, I can only say he because they're kind of, um, they don't really reside to a gender, even though right. sometimes I feel more masculine or, or feminine energy. Uh, I do feel a bit more uh, masculine with him. But, yeah, so basically overall it just, he more assists us with healing and uncovering, you know, what, what is behind these, you know, diseases, this illness that we have within us. So, yeah, he helps us discover all those limiting beliefs and, you know, um, what you'll read what, what you'll um, hear in the moment is that he helps us to uncover, you know, the lessons that reside behind all that. Right. Great. All right. Let's get right into it. All right. <clears throat> so, D1, you were born on this world to live life as a human with all the dynamics that come with being human in this time continuum. You are highly advanced 
and chose to experience the dimensions of human living, which includes physical dis-ease. You wanted to forget how powerful you were and engage fully with the illusion of physical reality, only to allow the disease and fear-based dimensions bring you to journey inward, to remember just how powerful you are and how perfect and complete you truly are. Great expansion of you and all that is is resulted in your journey through life with all its dimensions. This is why you are here. All right, so I love this idea of journey inward. This is really the crux of what we're doing. We are We are captivated by the outside world and we almost ignore the inner world. But Josh was talking all the time about you live in an inner world and an outer world, and there should be balance. And your senses are intense, but you've learned to make them intense. Your inner world could be just as intense and was intense when you were a kid. Your imagination, think of that. How intense your imagination was as a kid. Your intuition, your emotions were much more intense when you were a kid. You know, when you're a baby, you're screaming and crying. We don't scream and cry anymore, right? because we had much more intense emotions back then. So the journey is this journey inward, and when you go inward, your talents and attributes that were always there become revealed to you, and your soul's purpose and all this stuff comes flooding out. Yep. Yeah, and that's and that's why we were here. Um, and um, I'll read further into it. they get into it further, but, you know, that is why we were here. We want to explore all these things, even though we might see it as a burden. Why would I choose this for myself? But you know what we did? Because you wanted great expansion. Right. Yeah. But, okay, so, yeah, so go on to the next one then. Okay. <clears throat> Physical disease is just that. It is a disease of the version of yourself you are living compared to who you really are. It is resistance. Your body and being is divine and your physical body is collaborating with you, with your source self, to show you pathways inward, to allow you to discover why you are here and your life purpose. What preludes all physical symptoms are emotions. Emotions experienced in the frequency of love or fear is your guide to the level of resistance to your life purpose and who you truly are. The symptoms are clues for you to find, to discover what fears lie there, what limiting beliefs lie there, what teachings reside there, to transform it into pure light and pure love, allowing you to align more to why you are here and who you truly are. If the physical symptoms have manifested itself in your body in certain areas, look for the spiritual lessons that relate to that area of the body. You refer to these as chakras, energy vortexes. They are an energy system that assists you maintain your energy flow and a guide to spiritual lessons that we're waiting to be learnt. Back pain. Are you living in the past, attempting to do things you think you should be doing? Symptoms within your head, 
Are you resisting the connection to communicate with the divine and your higher selves? Are you using your imagination to limit or empower yourself? There are many teachers here. We are just one form. All is connected and all is here to resist you. All right. Well, that's a brilliant paragraph. And it says it all right there. It's like, you, you know, th these things first start as emotions. And if you ignore the emotion, if you call the thing that, that you perceive caused the negative emotion, if you say that's wrong or bad, well, then you're just ignoring the manifestation event or the lesson contained in that thing you're resisting, right? So why do you think it's wrong? What are you resisting? What do you fear? What I'm seeing now is that people with chronic physical issues are people who are living in great fear. And it's all this irrational fear. You know, they're afraid of what other people think. They're afraid of what may happen in the future. They're just getting all caught up. And it's really happening because we live in this time of abundance where there is really nothing to fear. And so every one of these maladies is a, is a disease of excess. You know, it's all these too many re resistance to too many things. There's too much stimulation coming in. There's too much to think about. There's too much to worry about. And they're not, they're not going inward. And so this issue helps them go inward. Hmm. Unless they resist the issue itself. You know? It is. Yeah. And, and what I found as well is, and what they do highlight is, it's to help us find our life purpose. So sometimes yes. the physical dis-ease is a resistance to who we truly are. So it's kind of like we have a life purpose, but we turn our backs against it. And if we can do that, that's fine. But it's like our bodies are connected with who we really are, our source self, our inner self, our higher self, however you want to name it. And it kind of, in a way, gently encourages you <laughs> to go inwards, you know. Yeah. So it kind of shows how powerful you are and how, you know, divine you are. Your body is working with you right. for this. And it's it's about letting go of resistance to see the lessons that lie there. But, um, and I mean, I'll read on and they go into pre-birth intentions, which are also a part of it. Right. But, um, you know, it's all happening for you. So if you can just accept it, I know it can be hard especially the ones that are quite intense and chronic. Yeah. And like, for instance, I don't think she minds me telling her because I actually have a high dimensional therapy podcast, but like my sister, for instance, um, you know, she's a very powerful being. She's had these abilities when she was very young and she's had chronic illness all her life, you know, um, depression. She's had, you know, sinus issues and so forth. It's because she, she has this like powerful life purpose and she's kind of rejected it. She's fearful of it. She's afraid of her power. And we've discovered this with her sessions. And um, so it's like it's like her higher self is saying, come on, go inwards because you're here to find out who you are. So if you're not listening to our communications, we're going to kind of gently encourage you to go further inwards to find the solutions. So it's kind of ingenious how it, how it happens, although we see it as something as a burden. But right. it's... Yeah, it's all for us. Yeah, so but it's it's interesting this progression Joshua talks about that the first sign of resistance is the negative thought. The only mm -hmm. reason you think the thought is negative is because you're resisting it or you think it's wrong or whatever it is. But that's that's where you can take care of it. You can process it then. And then it'll happen, some event will happen. 
you know, or a series of events. You might mm-hmm. get into an argument with someone, you might lose your job, you might get into a car crash, something like that. And if you keep say, blaming those events and looking outward, then it goes into the body, you know, and then it starts mild from there. And then we're going to talk now about pre-birth intentions, which are more important than we can even know. Mm. All right. So you have pre-birth intentions. As part of this system, you may have chosen to experience certain physical or emotional diseases to encourage you to go further inward for answers, to be led to a certain direction, which is a step-by-step discovery of your life purpose. It is all happening for you from the mild to intense and the chronic versions of this ease. They are ascension tools for you. They are not here to burden you. It is only in your perception where you judge it as something unwanted. No matter how mild or adverse your symptoms are, it is part of your ascension journey as a highly advanced human. They are occurring for a reason always. You have a choice to find the lessons within to assist you in your evolution, to assist you on your path. Let go of resistance to it and be grateful for what it is showing you. Even if you cannot see the full picture, accept that it is lovingly for you. Acceptance is a frequency of love and as such, by seeing and feeling your reality through the frequency of love, you align more to your source self and allow yourself to more easily discover the teachings that are contained. Yeah, we tend to completely reject any and all physical issues. And we say, they're wrong, they shouldn't be there, you know, let's go get a pill to fix it, let's go do something to fix it, instead of the only way to really fix it is to discover the resistance behind it. Now, having said that, people take uh, placebos and find relief there too. So a lot of it has to be with the belief, you know. And I think the placebo is a way to lessen the resistance. And maybe that's how that works out. Yeah, Yeah, and, um, you know, it does just show that, you know, we have pre-birth intentions that we want to explore certain um, experiences within our physical body because we're so highly advanced. So it's actually, you know, happening for us. And if we can accept it, I know it's hard, but if we can accept and be grateful for it, it is the frequency of love. And because by being in the frequency of or vibration of love, we raise our vibration and that means we can easily connect more to our soul self, our higher self, inner self, so we can actually more clearly see the answers there. Yes. And um, Joshua will say all the time, love and acceptance are the same thing. The key to engaging the law of attraction, the key to all of this is the absolute acceptance of what is. When you resist it, that is your suffering. You can ease your suffering by looking at everything from a higher perspective and accepting what is and then you align with that power of love, which the universe is based in love. You are a being of love. The disease is, a be- is love as well. There is no evil going on here, right? 
There's no uh, witchcraft that you need to do. You just need to accept <laughs> it and understand that that resistance is is the reason for the lesson, right? Mm. If, if you didn't have resistance, you wouldn't need a reason for the lesson. The resistance is the re- and the resistance is keeping you from your life's purpose. Mm-hmm. So these are the intentions you set prior to your birth. You set the intention to love and accept yourself, all others, the conditions, to experience true freedom, true abundance, to expand in joy. You set that intention to joy and to discover your soul's purpose. So that is a current that is carrying you forward. And if you think the current's moving too fast, too slow, is changing too much, or shouldn't change, or shouldn't move, or you should go in a different direction, that's what the resistance is. It is, and resistance to, to who you are right. and why you came here. So right. if, you, if you can let go of control, which is really hard, yep. and discover what is showing you, it's kind of forcing you to go inwards, and, and you know, you wanted that. So sometimes this physical disease is, you know, it's there to show you that you are powerful and your body is not just, you know, it's not just a physical thing. It's divine. It's part of Gaia. It's, it's divine, and it's, it's collaborating with you. So yeah, it's, it's intelligent. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we all resist who we truly are and we, and none of us is fully authentic in who we truly are, but I didn't find out who I was until I turned 56 years old. And, you know, so there's, it took me 56 years to get here. It, and now that I'm here though, it's the most fun I've ever had, the most satisfying, the most effective I've ever been the most inspiration I've ever received and the less resistance, yet still there are times of resistance. It's just going to be part of that. It is part of that. And, you know, um, also, which, I mean, we'll probably talk more after the question, but what happens is that because of this great awakening, we're going through these big shifts. What's happening is that, you know, a lot of the fears actually coming to the surface is part of this shift that we're going through. Um, And, you know, such things called ascension symptoms and such things as purges, as the beings of light talk about. So a purge is basically all your fears and comes to the surface and it can manifest in a physical illness. But all these fears are very intense, but you still have to address it. You still have to look at the fears and the lessons behind it. So with these shifts, a lot of people, especially those who are sensitive, are feeling it at the moment. Um, So it's all for you. It's coming to the surface so you can actually transcend it and transmute it and discover, you know, what your limitations are. So it's all for us. And that's why you'll see people who are going through spiritual work, Mm -hmm. whether that's one of the workshops or the law of attraction cruise or a boot camp or whatever it is, as you go through it, you're releasing some of the pent up or, or, Mm -hmm. you know, burying emotion that, that is trapped in the body. And, they, and this comes forth as sinus infections and flus and all kinds mm-hmm. of stuff, you know. And uh, so many people, like when we do these law of attraction cruises, the water's calm and then people are just getting these weird, crazy illnesses. Like they start, can't talk and they, mm-hmm. they get all these things. Uh, it's because they're going through this process of going inward. And when you mm-hmm. go inward, you, you release all that stuff. So... So a lot of times this is a good sign. It is. And then what can follow generally is what the beings of like call as ascension symptoms. So it's kind of like 
you've released that lot of you know limiting beliefs so you've reached our new like vibrational level and people that are very sensitive because we're shifting so fast expanding so fast it's like our physical bodies are kind of catching up so some people like feel dizziness they feel like high just just generally and it's just part of the shift so whether it's that or it's like a purge like you said the physical illness comes manifested as well during the shift it's still it's being released so you feel it intensely like just recently I had a what I thought was a flu and I haven't had a flu for many years and it was so interesting it was good that I could observe it because when I had this flu what appeared to be a flu like all the fears were just so intense and I was like huh isn't this interesting like it was it was just so fascinating but you know I was grateful for it I moved through it I processed it and then it just went so it's um it's it's all for us you know yeah awesome all right right. should i read the last paragraph all right know that we love you for we are you we are one we are assisting you on your journey inward you are a co-creator of your reality and you always have the choice to choose love over fear acceptance over resistance open your heart and open your mind to the wonder and perfection that is you practice gratitude for the rise body that you were born into it is collaborating with you to help you remember the powerful being that you are practice seeing your reality and all the conditions within it through the eyes of the love-based being that you are. Practice being in the present moment and you will receive the guidance for your next evolutionary step. No matter how small or big it is, it is all assisting you on the great remembering of who you truly are. You are never alone. We love you dearly. It is with great love and honor that we come through. Archangel Raphael. Awesome. That was great. All right. Let's see. This is a long one for Lizzie. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Here's Joshua. Dear Lizzie, I'll put this up here soon. Okay. All unwanted physical conditions stem from resistance. Initially, you receive a thought. If you feel negative emotion when pondering that thought, you are expressing some resistance to the thought. The thought seems bad or wrong to you. Imagine waking up in the morning. You might think, I woke up too early. I should have slept more. Now I will feel tired throughout the day. Or you might wake and think, I woke up too late. Now I'll have to rush all day to get things done. The resistance to that thought then dips you into a lower emotional state of being, and you think, I should have done things differently. My sleep should have been different than it was. Since the amount of sleep was exactly right as it is, but you are resistant to what happened, the resistance to what is, you perceive that if things were different, you'd feel better. However, what did happen was perfect. It does not need to be different than it was for you to do what you need to do. Therefore, your resistance is not necessary. If you could process the limiting belief that caused you perceived that something wrong happened, you would ease your resistance right from the start. And so Joshua's bringing up an example. We wake up in the morning. We all do this. We go, oh, how did I sleep? Is it too late? Is it too early? You know, just from the first thing we wake up. It's resistant immediately. And so 
take a look at that resistance right there. You can nip all of this in the butt by noticing your noticing the resistant thoughts. And just like what Archangel Raphael said, if you think things should be different, you know, that's your if they if you look back. That's back problem, should. I've seen people with shoulder problems and they're doing a lot of this should, you know. Things should be different mm -hmm. than they are. Should is in shoulder. <laughs> if you tip yeah. the ER on should, it's shoulder. Uh, so things like that, you know. And, and you can actually identify the part in the body by the emotion, you know, by the resistance. Mm -hmm. And like when you, like I can actually maybe share it on the Friends of Joshua page, but there are many, you know, uh, graphs about the chakra system and you'll find that, so each chakra, so we've got seven major chakras, obviously we've got more that um, relates to other higher versions of ourselves, uh -huh. but each chakra relates to different organs, emotions and fears within our being. So, you know, limited beliefs, crown chakra, uh -huh. so control you know um can be you know solar plexus so if you know we'll post some maybe some graphs there so everyone can have a look but it's just interesting that we already have an energy system within us and all our belief systems emotions are attached to that so it's a it's a tool it's another tool to assist yep yeah mm -hmm. it's very cool okay let's go on do you see that your first thought of the day was resistance resistant <clears throat> Do you understand that your next thought and the thought after that are also resistant? Can you understand that so many of your thoughts are resistant and that you exist in a state of resistance to what is all day long? If you can truly begin to realize that most of your thoughts are resistant, you can now look at the limiting beliefs that cause the resistant thoughts rather than trying to make things different than they are. This is the act of allowing and receiving and having faith. This is the new approach to life. By thinking things should be different than they are, you are exploring life as a victim and not the creator of your reality. The creator has a different perspective. She sees that everything is right as it is. She maintains her alignment. She does not complain or ask for the conditions or people, or especially herself, to be different than they are. She endeavors to perceive how everything could be right as it is. So this is just talking about the... Okay, first of all, this answer is to Lizzie specifically. While we'll all get something out of it, mm -hmm. uh, this is more towards her, and this is why it's going in this direction. But this is true, you know, this is resistance starts with the thoughts and then starts, now we're talking about an approach to life. So if you approach life as a victim, then you're going to say the outside conditions are wrong and you're going to want to change those outside conditions. If you approach life as a creator, then you accept everything, especially yourself, as right. And so there's no resistance in that, you know. Mm -hmm. You ignore the resistant thought, and you do not process your limiting beliefs. More resistant thoughts come, and you call the subject of those thoughts wrong. You ignore all of your resistant thoughts, and so the universe takes, you, takes it up a notch. Now, the universe orchestrates events designed to capture your attention. These are called manifestation events. Something happens in your reality, and as a reaction, you feel negative emotion. You call the event wrong. You call the people involved wrong. You judge yourself to be wrong. In doing this, you blame the outside conditions for how you feel. You perceive that the event caused your negative emotion, 
and so you seek to avoid such events. You do not process your limiting, limiting beliefs. You simply wish things were different. And that's what people tend to do, right? They say, you were mean to me, and you made me feel bad, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and it's all a mirror. Yeah, if, if it's a mirror, how can a mirror make you feel bad, right? But this is what we're, we come to believe. And now I see it in movies and TV shows and stuff where the people are trying to control the conditions and, of course, government and everything like that. All the laws are made or based in fear. But it's like uh, if you understand that without the limiting belief, you wouldn't feel the fear – so we were talking on another one where one of the people who asked a question, she was doing something for her boyfriend and her boyfriend was just had an argument with her, his mother and he comes down and starts yelling at her and she gets into a fight with him. And it's like, yes, but if you realize who you were and what was actually happening, if you didn't have that limiting belief, you couldn't see him as wrong. You just say, That's okay, right. I see you're upset with your mom. Don't bring your shit down here, you know. Mm-hmm. But Go ahead. Yeah, no, but um, these people, when we get into like a negative emotion, like I know Joshua calls these manifestation events, the beings of the light call these events as tests, not because they're punishing you, but because you're ready for the next vibrational level. You're ready for it. So yes. these um, situations or these people that you perceive cause you negative emotion, they are your mirror. It's because they're, they're, they're advanced teachers. So people in our life are either tr- trigger us or activate us to remember who we truly are. So if you become triggered, they're your mirror. It's because you have a limiting belief within you. So I know it can be hard, but if you can accept you know, that they are your teacher. Even if you cannot see the lesson in the moment, when you reflect back on it, you can ask, what was my fear here? What was my limiting belief here? You know, I've been able to mid, mid say, we've had an, I've had an argument, not an argument, but maybe on the other person's side, they're a bit, you know, negative. I'll be able, you can, with practice, be in the moment and detach and go, okay, I love this person unconditionally. They are my teacher. What is my fear here? And sometimes you can in the moment, or if you just say this person is love, this person is perfect, like with not maybe not out loud, but within yourself, you'll find the situation just changes because you'll find you have changed your perspective, seeing right. that the person is wrong or the situation is wrong or they're making me feel bad. Once you can see that they are your teacher, it can change in the moment. And I've practiced this and it actually works. So um, they are your teacher. Like, yeah. You know, grateful for it. I know it's hard, but you know, with practice, you can start to see these situations, these events as something to be grateful for because they are our teachers. And you brought up two really good points. So one is you can look at this from a higher perspective, right? Change your perspective on it. And from the higher perspective, you can understand why you're feeling the fear. And that fear is caused through the limiting belief. So you can say, hold on here. What am I fearing? And what we all want to do is is ease out of this fearful experience of life. And all this fear that we're feeling, you know, I need to be better than I am for him to love me. Or, mm-hmm. you know, if I was better, then he wouldn't get mad at me, right? So I'm not worthy or I'm not good enough or I'm not enough or whatever it is. And so we have to all understand that we are perfect as we are, that we are actually can't improve. We can expand 
And in the expansion, all we're doing is we're seeing ourselves from a higher perspective. But we're perfect. You have to start with that one thing. We're perfect. They're perfect. Everyone's perfect. It's all working out perfect. The system's perfect. It's just our limiting beliefs and our fears cause us to perceive this illusion of imperfection. And, you know, like the people in our life closest to us, there are pre-birth intentions. So, you know, non-physical before you came here, you'd be like, oh, yeah, can you play my husband? Can you play my mother? And they love you so much. Even the people that trigger us the most, they actually love you so much that they choose to play this role for you. I know it can be very hard, but um, they're all here for you, whether they're triggering or activating you. So they're all your mirrors. And, yeah, if you can start to see it see them as teachers, then you'll expand further. Even your worst enemy is mm-hmm. your best friend in the non-physical. Yep. All right. You go all day receiving resistant thoughts and you ignore them. You encounter manifestation events all day long and you blame the event for making you feel bad. You have now increased the intensity of your limiting beliefs and you live life in fear of negative emotion. You organize your life to avoid negative emotion, but this cannot work. Since you have desires, pre-birth desires, you must become a vibrational match to those desires. The universe will continue to help you become a vibrational match to all of those desires. The work is to uncover your limiting beliefs so that you can change your resistant beliefs and see yourself from a higher perspective. If you continue to ignore your limiting beliefs, the manifestation events will grow stronger. Soon the events will involve your physical body because your physical body is a collaborative a collaborator, collaboration with you, right? Yeah. Yeah. And this is why we see so many people with chronic physical conditions. They've gotten over time and time of, of being resistant and ignoring their own limiting beliefs and being in fear. All right. There is no wrong. Everything is right. This is a new perspective. Lizzie is new to this. So Joshua is sort of, breaking it down from that perspective. Uh, This is ease and acceptance. In resistance, you fight against the design of the system and you suffer for it. In ease and acceptance, you move with the flow of life. You accept everything as right and good. You understand that there is no wrong. You endeavor not to be secure, not to be loved, not to be admired or even liked. You endeavor to see yourself from the perspective of absolute perfection. You are a magnificent and limitless being of pure positive love and acceptance. Your issues all stem from your limited perspective of yourself as flawed. Big stuff there. So um, Joshua says this about everyone. We are all magnificent and limitless beings of pure positive love and acceptance. Do you receive that as ideas? Yeah. So the beings of the light, um, you know, they do say that we are perfect beings, love-based beings, we are complete and we are whole. So they do um, share that message. They just obviously we word things a little bit different to Joshua sometimes, but it's pretty much the same message. Yeah. So we are perfect and it's the illusion that we are not perfect. But this right. is why we're here. Yeah. The beings of the light say, and I believe Joshua says it as well, that we are so advanced. Like you understand, like there are lines of people tr- trying to come here to earth, like in this time of great awakening, great expansion, only the most advanced humans are here now for this shift. So because we're so advanced, 
we wanted to experience these perceived challenges because what happens when we expand by going through these perceived challenges, we not, we not only expand ourselves, we expand the collective consciousness and all the universes and source itself, everything expands. It's like a ripple effect. Right. And this is, you know, part of this great awakening. And um, so just by you shifting and working on your own, you know, limiting beliefs and fears, you actually expand not only yourself, but all of all that is because, you know, the beings of the light do highlight, you know, the law of one that we are one. So you cannot expand without affecting another. Yeah. As well. Yeah. Mm. And This idea that we're all one is hard to grasp because we feel so individual, but that's the Mm -hmm. illusion. The idea that we're flawed is the illusion, but seems so real. We all think that if we were smarter or better looking or richer, we'd have this better life. But we know for a fact that's not true just by looking around. You look at kids who are born millionaires and they're trouble. You know, they don't have anything. You have to go through these obstacles and challenges and manifestation events. It's like every time you go through one, it's like a jeweler, you know, chipping off a facet of a, of a diamond and making it into this gem in this gem. Mm-hmm. And we yeah. want these things, you know, we just don't yeah. want to be limited because we, we want to be limitless. The, you know, the, the more limitless experiences you have, the more exciting it is, you know, the more exciting life is. And you build confidence as you do more things you're inspired to do. Like this conversation, this idea for this was inspired. And so here we are having this fun conversation that's going to affect millions of people down the road, draw more people into this, into these teachings and this philosophy for life. And the power in this conversation radiating outwards, not just to affect our lives, but to affect mass consciousness and all that is, in mm-hmm. fully with the law of attraction. Mm-hmm. Both of us are in alignment right now, and we're receiving, we're not channeling, but we're receiving inspiration for what mm-hmm. we say. So we're connected to source, we're connected to each other, our inner selves are connected, our guides are connected, they're all here now, we can feel it. You can feel it as you listen to this, and this is what this is all about. If you just get into this and realize you have fears, the fears are based on limiting beliefs, the limiting beliefs are all untrue, and the illusion that you're flawed in any way is what's keeping you limited. Work on that illusion, not anything else, not changing the conditions of your people in your life. Work on that illusion, and your life skyrockets. It is. And what I find as well is that, you know, people in, in this spiritual journey, this expansion, a lot of people are, you know, they judge themselves on their own journey. People who are actively going inwards and they feel negative emotions and they have all these experiences and they judge themselves and they think they should be further along in their path than they should be. But all is perfect. You know, there is a divine time in relation to our vibration, in relation to our pre-birth intentions. So this is something that I do find in spiritual communities is that, you know, there's heavily judging themselves. Yeah, and it's, you know, the, the, it's the last remnant of control. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's the same sort of thing because what we really control is we're controlling ourselves. When we think someone is thinking badly about us, 
it's our thoughts in their brain coming back to us. You know, it's all of this stuff because we all think if we could just behave in a way that was right and good, then everyone would love us. But we're not here to be loved. We're here to express our love. We are love. So we don't need love. You know, (laughs) that's the last thing we need. We are love. We are. Okay. If you perceive yourself as perfect as you are right now, with all the problems you perceive you have, you will see yourself as you truly are. If this was the case, if you could know yourself from this perspective, there would be no need for any unwanted physical conditions. You perceive that the unwanted bodily conditions prove that you're flawed. The irony is that your perspective, perception of yourself as flawed attracts the unwanted bodily conditions because they're collaborating with you. Do you see that now? All right, let's go to the last paragraph. If you are perfect and you live in a loving and attractive universe, then you receive whatever you believe. If you believe that you're perfect, that others are perfect, and that the conditions are perfect as they are, then you must experience that reality. If you are a perfect being and you perceive imperfections about anything, then your beliefs must be made true in your reality. You could not have problems without the perception that you are flawed in some way. It would not make sense. The design of the system is to mirror what you believe. Radically change your beliefs and you radically change your reality. The only way you will receive a new reality is by perceiving that your current reality is perfect as it is. That includes perceiving yourself as perfect in every single way and in every single moment. Easier said than done. Yes. Especially if you have a lot of fear. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Easier said than done. It's it's all it's all practice, you know, one step at a time. Yeah, we're getting better and better and better at this. You know, if if it starts out saying, you know, if you start in law of attraction, think good thoughts. Think good thoughts and my reality will change, right? Mm-hmm. And yet the reason you're thinking good thoughts is to control your reality. So it's still mm-hmm. a practice control. based in control. And what, what uh, Joshua and the beings of light are telling us is that everything is perfect as it is, accept what is, understand this is a journey of self-discovery. You're being guided along this current based on the pre-birth intentions you set. You're interacting as you intended, and all you're doing is resisting it, you know. So the less resistance, the more ease you'll have, the easier this ride will be, the more you'll go with the flow of everything. Mm-hmm. And if we can say, say that just in the moment today, all right, what happened today? What's happening now? Okay, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. That's the ease. You know, everything's going to work out. That's the ease. Seeing it from a higher perspective, that's ease. So mm, that's, that's right. Yeah, that's where it seems nice- to be going. And they say that also beings of light and Joshua both say this is that being in the present moment is the most powerful, you know, place to be because all that exists is in the present moment. Of course, we've got all the multiverse. We've got all versions of ourselves living, you know, many places at once. However, our focus is to be in the present moment. And by being in the present moment, you can more easily, um, you know, see what your limiting beliefs lie so, and that's when you communicate more easily to the non-physical of being in the present moment. So it's hard to do sometimes. I know it's challenging because in everyday life we do get distracted, but 
It really is the present moment, um, you know, not living in the past, in the future, being in the present moment. That's when you receive this guidance for your next step. And meditation will help with that. It does. Do, yeah. do you have any guided meditations? I do. If you jump on, actually, um, you can find the link on my website, on my YouTube channel. I do actually release monthly guided meditations. Um, so they're channeled meditations. And uh, was it like beginning of this year, I discovered or remembered a new gift. So it's called Sacred Sound Alchemy, where I actually channel these sound frequencies and that kind of helps you know raise your frequency also it's very unique anyway you can have a listen there it's all on the youtube channel but yeah meditation um there are different forms of meditation by going inwards some people who may find difficult meditating i also recommend connecting with nature because we are all one if you connect with nature you are connecting to yourself that's another pathway as well if people are finding it challenging just to meditate alone yeah. Well, meditation is a practice and mm-hmm. nobody gets good at it quickly. Everyone mm-hmm. struggles in the beginning. Um, but yeah, going into nature is fantastic, but leave your phone. Well, keep yes. it your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause you want to, you want to, you know, I it's just do technology. <laughs> yeah, 15 minutes a day and I do it on my, with my phone and listen to one of the Joshua ones. And, um, and then, like today, I did it twice. Whenever I channel, I'll do it twice. So we had a Joshua Live today. So that's the thing that changed my life more than anything. And that really connected me to the present moment. It also allowed me to be a witness to my thoughts. That's right. You know, uh, and you don't have to stop thought. It's just being a witness to them and realizing mm-hmm. they come in and go and come in. A lot of people have a flood of thoughts. And... It's just a jumble. Well, meditation will help, you know, um, streamline them so that you can more easily see them one at a time. It's still an ongoing practice. What else do you do? Do you have any live events? Do you ever do that? Um, Yes. So basically, yeah, over on Patreon, what I do is we have monthly sessions. So, you can, people can jump on live or send in questions and um, yeah, it's all expanding from there basically. So that was my next guided step, um, obviously to connect with you in these sessions as well. So yeah, I, um, I invite people if they feel inspired to know more, jump on and have a little read and uh, yeah, um, I'm very open to doing other events as well, um, you know, group events and so forth. So it's all there waiting for inspiration. Do you do any live events in front of a live studio audience? Not yet, but <laughs> when I'm ready, when I'm feel inspired, then um, I'm happy to. Maybe me and you can collaborate on something. Or yeah, well, you have to, to. You know, I'm open to everything. Open to guidance. When I'm ready, I know that you'll be guided the next step. Good. That's how it works, isn't it? <laughs> David uh, Strickland and I did the live attraction cruise, and we channeled at the same time. So someone would come in the hot seat, ask a question, and Josh would go first, and then and then the stream would go after, and then the next person who came up, the stream would go first, and then Joshua. It was amazing because it's like this. Yeah. You know, this that was really the impetus for this now that I look back because that perspective was different than Joshua's perspective, but they were complementary, just like mm-hmm. this one. These are two different perspectives but are perfectly in alignment with each other. You know? Yeah. And, and, and when people see 
what channeling is. It's bringing forth a stream of consciousness, but because we're different, it comes out in different ways, which mm-hmm. is the purpose of it, because you want many layers of perspective. That's right. If, if, if people keep sticking to one uh, perspective, well, they just get that, that thing. They may get it really good. I mean, you look at Abraham people, they all have Abraham speak. Everyone knows what certain things are. Terminology, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's getting the same as Joshua now, too. And the stream, the stream is up the spiral, down the spiral. Joshua's mm-hmm. manifestation events and things like that. And so, but, but if you have this broader conversation about it, then you, can, then you can see it from all these different angles, and then you'll resonate with whoever you resonate with. That's right. So this was a super fun first one. I hope we do a lot of these. Yes, I want to keep this on an ongoing thing. What time is it there now? It's now just about quarter past eight in the morning now in Sydney what, time. What time do you normally wake up? Oh, it depends. <laughs> I'm, I'm usually, it's, I don't know if many people experience this, but most of my guidance, inspiration to do things is late at night. Usually wow. <laughs> that's when it comes to me for some reason. So I usually am up later and I, I, it depends. I get up different times, but um, today was obviously nice and early for this. But, you know, it's interesting how, because I'm so, I was so excited for this session, you know, like when I woke up, I was like, yeah, let's do it. Like so much energy. So it just shows that no matter how early you get up, it's, <laughs> it, it's your frequency, you know. Yeah. And, um, you know, um, and the beings of the light talk about, you know, you can make intentions before you go to sleep, you know, like I intend to, to I think Joshua talks about this as well. Yeah. I tend to feel energized when I wake up. I tend to explore, you know, um, a multidimensional self and get downloads yeah. while I sleep and all sorts of things. So, yeah. you know, you can play. <laughs> yeah, I do it where I intend to wake up like I did when I was in third grade. You know, do you remember that? You just wake up and you're like, where am I? What time is it? You have no idea. It's as if you just closed your eyes, you know. I've yeah. been doing that now. I mean, I've been concentrating on my sleep and I've been, I was like consistently lucky to get six hours. And now oh, yeah. then six and a half <laughs> and now seven. And I think last night I may have slept eight. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Eight hours is good. <laughs> yeah. Eight hours is amazing. I feel so good today. I was like alive all day. Went to the gym, did all this stuff. It was great. Oh, awesome. Cool. All right. We're going to get together another time. This is yes. the first of many and we'll keep going. So goodbye, everyone. Thank you for being here. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the teachings of Joshua Roundtable. Remember, you are loved more than you can imagine by more than you could ever count. We'll see you next week.